think I might have something that could help. Let me get out my bag of satchel tricks. Okay, while you're doing that, I'm gonna give the intro. So this is my testimony, episode 10. Um, I'm gonna give you a little back end of the story here. I am driving to California so that I can sit down with 10 people and get their stories. And on the way out here, well, a week earlier, I called up people in Denver, spoke to Ian, he let me kindly stay at his place, thank you, Ian. And then hit up, see Charles, you can call it. You say CJ? it. You say it. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. Hit up my buddy CJ, who I've known for legitimately ever. Nearly. Damn, damn, damn near, yeah. Yeah. And um, he said, uh, yeah, definitely swing by and let's have a talk. So my name is Sam. This is my testimony. Be sure to subscribe. If you haven't subscribed, subscribe, ring the bell. Do all that good stuff, whatever, blah, 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 comment below. Yeah. And let's go ahead and dive into it. Um, Just jumping in. Yeah. Who is your God? Who is my God? Who is your God? Gosh. Wow. That's that's like, that's jumping in, isn't it? Yeah, I'll be sipping on this tea. Okay. That's fine. Well, my God, um, my God isn't, I don't think it has a name, really. I don't think my God has a name. Now, I know that we grew up, like, going to Canacook and grew up in, like, religious families and those contexts of things. Um, however, I feel like when I was younger, I was about 16, that's when I moved away and went to a different high school. Yeah, um, Staley. Staley. Uh, that hurt me so bad. I know. It was right it was, when we were it was becoming fun, good but friends. I, it was really fun, but I was also really sad that when I left as well. Yeah. Um, I, I started getting more into theology and reading a lot of, like, different kinds of, like, religions. And yeah, I remember you being really like, just Buddhism or something. Just dipping my toes, yeah. I just yeah. dipped my toes in a bunch of other different things. I never really followed into anything too hard. Yeah. Um, and I would have to say that, like, I really vibed well with um, having this feeling that there is something after, something that's more than me, something that's more than human. Um, something on the spiritual level. Yeah, something bigger than you. Something bigger than me. Something that uh, helps to shape and create everything that it is, mm-hmm. um, but doesn't necessarily tell me and know exactly where I'm going. It gives me that choice to do what I want, right? Yeah. Um, so my nameless God um, is is maybe is more than one. Like I don't know. Yeah. For me, I don't know if there's more than one or if it's just one. Um, but what I feel is if after I perish, when I die, that I'm going to go up somewhere and like go over the things that I've done in my life, you know, my good things, my bad things, my yeah, whatever things, like my neutral, whatever, right? And nuance. And and we'll figure out what it is that I learned. What did I what I learned? And and until I learn everything, I'm gonna keep coming back here, keep coming back to Earth um, as somebody different, somebody new. Maybe so, somebody, maybe like somebody. reincarnation? Yeah, like okay. reincarnation. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And then when I figured everything out... Well, not too I, interesting, because I, I think I remember like having some kind of conversation with you about yeah. this. Once I figured everything out and I've become enlightened, yeah. right? That's the term people use. Um, when I become enlightened, then I can like do the lotus stance and just like float off into the just like disappear just like just float up and hey you know whatever floats your boat whatever Whatever helps you sleep at night right totally right um and then after after i after i reach that then then maybe i'll have the choice to move on to something else after after i die and live in this physical realm so you believe that a god you believe in a higher power you believe in something that is yeah created all of this Mm -hmm. yeah totally i mean do you? I, I believe that animals have souls. Like I could, 
I could see that in, in animals. Like, they make choices. They, they live very thoughtful lives. Even if it is a cow that sits around and eats all day, I always wonder what they're thinking. Um, you don't think that they have... They just do? Just do. What do you mean by do? Like, like animals d- don't have... Like, animals have sex just to reproduce. Okay. Yeah. You know? Okay. So... And they eat food mm-hmm. purely to survive. Mm. And it's like a... There's there's not much to, there's not like I don't see much free will in animals like right. it's just they just do right what about us huh aren't humans animals uh don't we just have sex to reproduce and eat to survive well I'd hope that you wouldn't have that like mentality of like just you know we're just here to um repopulate right and to survive mm-hmm. like I think that that can that that that's depressing to think about. You know what I mean? It is depressing to think like, about. Like, to just paint that picture of just, we are here to repopulate and survive. Like, Survivor of the Fittest, like, it just, it's, there's no story in that. Like, right. we are just as much animals as, yeah. But. Would you, would you, I'm going to interrupt you real quick. Yeah. Would you think to say that there are some people in society today that are like cows. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. I think those are the. I think those are people who just don't seek truth. Right. I think that they've, yeah. they've become comfortable and they've just accepted where they're at, mm-hmm. just as a rock accepts where they're at, and they just mm-hmm. rock it up right there. <laughs> or yeah. like a plant just just does. Yeah. yeah. Like, but what's crazy, you know, to think is that you've read the Bible, and mm-hmm. there's so many stories about. Um, you know, um, I mean, would I explain this tree for life? Yeah, right. Like it represents life. life. I thought it was just something that was like a cool centerpiece. Yeah. You know, I'm glad that it has a meaning to it. Yeah, it was a whole yeah. lot cheaper to buy a um, piece of wood. No, a drill bit than a oh. mic, mic stand. I was gonna say, why would you buy a piece of wood? You probably cut that yourself. Did no, you yeah. Can uh, I saw that one? I think it was Creighton. Creighton Jones. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, he cut it oh. down and it, he had in the back of his truck or something I no like, I threw it I threw it in the back of his truck so like, I was gonna I want this yeah I like, I, okay well I was gonna call I was gonna carve it into like a like a honestly I was gonna carve it into a cross and like give it to my girlfriend at the time nice but it's gonna be a lot of whittling if that's gonna be a cross yeah but then I was like broken up with and then like then I started this and I was like Maybe I'll I'm gonna use it as a mic stand do that I think that's a great idea it's very yeah. creative but anyway back into like like yeah. the the animal like Animalistic. You were saying it's depressing to think about yeah. if that is, you know, like all we're here to do. Yeah. There's no story in that. No. But maybe there is a story in that. There's, there's no. I mean, there's, there's, you know, the, the possibilities. Yeah. For a human uh, opposed to like an animal. Mm-hmm. Um, is like, is, is that you are like a tree and that your roots yeah. just go outward mm-hmm. and like you can go it. it it, there, there, there are infinite possibilities, right? Okay. Whereas if you're an animal, then you kind of just, Be- you are, you're, well, you're dictate one, you're dictated by humans, you know, mm-hmm. because we are superior to animals. We've won the planet. Yeah. I yeah. Agree. So 
but even if we, even if there was no humans and it was just a bunch of, they're talking about like, um, PETA right now is talking about, um, saving the cows, like, and not having, they're already against like slaughtering cows. And now they're talking about like, not even, um, well, it's because like taking the dairy processing them. them so much is what's killing the, the environment. That's what's so bad. But um, what what would happen with all of those cows? Like, say we do, say we do stop. You know, we just live off plants. Fucking let them go. They're gonna be like the new buffalo. You know, the bison's. Yeah, dude, they're, yeah, just like you said, extinct. they're they're, ca- they're gonna die off. Like, yeah. Like, if you just take off. ten thousand cows and just like release them in, into the wild, mm-hmm. maybe ten of them would survive. I mean. Because they would get eaten by the other animals. Right. PETA's always been really hardcore against anything. But I, so, so I, I don't, I, harmful to animals. My, my, my contingency with that yeah. is that I, I just don't, I don't believe that the difference between animals and humans is that I believe that we have souls. I don't believe that animals, animals have, have souls. Have souls. Because they don't have anything that they're trying to fill. I, mm-hmm. I, I see, I well, see a soul as something that is, man. is that void that we try yeah. to fill with mm-hmm. <laughs> food. Right or f- f- food, with. food or love, yeah. sense of belonging, fun, S- yeah, security, and, and, and animals they don't they Those don't things. do that, yeah. They, you I know what I mean? That. Sure, yeah. So I see what you mean. I still don't believe, get me wrong. I love animals. I like, still believe that animals have souls, and um, you know, I would love to once I finish up my work, you know, come back as like a dog because being a dog would be the best ever because you just get an unimaginable love. Yeah, but not all the time. Exactly. Well, there are those rare cases that like you... Way more often than not, there are dogs that are not handled well. That sucks, doesn't it? And I can tell you that working in lawn care. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Because I'm always working, Mm -hmm. you know, mowing lawns and houses and stuff. And it's like I see these dogs in these backyards that are just absolutely tearing up the whole backyard. Yeah. Well, because they just want to be free and get out. They don't have that sense of freedom. No. Right? Maybe that's why they're digging so much, because they don't feel like they're free. And that's why they're trying to escape and they dig around. Or either that or that the owner just isn't feeding them and they are hungry. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's totally. survivor mode at that point. Yeah. they got to get out. Yeah. So whenever I, when I describe that as like the survival of the fittest is a depressing thought is because that describes animals. It doesn't describe humans. Absolutely. Because... There's so much more than just eating, drinking, and sleeping. Oh yeah, with other people. I would agree. Reproducing, like, there's so much Sleep, more than sleeping, that. Sleeping, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sitting with other people, yep, that and that. I, I try to like tie that in there poetically. <laughs> it's okay. You did great. You full circle. Yeah. So nice, nice job. So, um, so what is your what is your what is your what? How do you describe faith? Faith. Faith as in. Like, like if I were to look at you and I said I have faith in you, like, wh- what does that make you feel? Confident and that you believe in me. If you had faith in me, that I'd feel I'd feel confident. I'd feel, um, I'd feel this sense that um, I could do something even if I didn't think I could. Yeah. You know what that that sort of like unconscious confidence is that you can have, and someone's like, hey man, you got this. So who do you put um, all? Who do you put a majority, or what do you put a majority of your faith into? The woods, the woods, the wilderness. Yeah, I put my faith in the wilderness. Do you put faith in the boys that you? No. No. 
<laughs> no, it's not always boys, and and it's not a, it's not always just like girls, and and sometimes it's like uh, young adults. And I was quick to say no, but I'm a firm believer that the wilderness does that does the work. Um, and for like the people that don't know what we're talking about, there's somebody out there like looking in here, like that's fine. Doing? What's up, dude? Uh, for people that don't know what we're talking about, um, I do wilderness therapy, and I'm a field guide on that, and yeah. so I spend a lot of time out in the woods. Um, and I, I help people with their problems. I'm not a licensed therapist by any means. Really what my job is, is keeping people alive and helping, <laughs> <laughs> seriously, and teaching them how to survive. Yeah. And then through that, just observing them and their mannerisms. And then from there, seeing what their work is that they come out with with their therapist and pushing them in that in those ways with their work like if it's entitlement or you know like laziness or something yeah you're able to see that in how someone conducts their daily life because i'm there 24 7 sure um so i get to see that and that's what i that's what i do so when i have faith in them i don't always have faith in someone to get things done like i don't have faith in them in certain ways but I have faith in nature that it has a healing process to it. Because, okay. Yeah. So when you say woods, you mean nature. When nature, nature, wilderness. Yeah, woods, the woods, yes. Do you think that would ever let you down? Um, that nature would? Yeah. No. I don't. You don't think that tomorrow it could all go away? Nature? Yeah. Unless there was some bombs being shot? No, I really doubt that nature would go away tomorrow. It's getting harder and harder to find un- untapped nature in nature that's away from everything else. Like, you know, I spent, I hiked into this canyon for three days and I was still finding like little bits of trash from other people that they've left out there. So it's like still, it's not true wilderness in the sense that no one's been there yet, right? But there's still, a, you know, so it, but it is wilderness in the sense that it's far enough away from definitive care like you probably need a helicopter or something to get into the canyon or maybe even have to like hike somebody out if they got hurt and then it would still be another four to six hours to a I kind of want to know like the craziest story you've you've gotten from it (laughs) like because that's a crazy occupation it's it's I mean not crazy but I mean like that's a when I say crazy I mean like it's it's different it's a it's, it's a whole different it's a whole different type of work man like it's because I go in and I'm I essentially go off the grid for about eight days. Yeah. And then I come back, and then I have six days off, and then I go back in and have eight days off. So if I ever work, like, a double shift, I'm in for two weeks, and I can just lose an entire month almost, or half of a month will go by. And I'll... Do you Facebook or Instagram or any of this, like, on there? Or while you're that, out there? That I... That I... That I'm losing... Do you have any cell service out there? No. No, no, no. no. Yeah. No, I don't have any cell service Do the there. kids have any cell phones? Oh, no. Uh-uh. Really? So they completely detach from... We detach them, yeah, absolutely. From the culture? From their culture, yeah. 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 Because normally it's like a negative culture they're coming from. Um, so it's something that's probably necessary for them. Yeah. And they what they bring into the teams that they spend in for the time that they do, they create a culture, their own like sense of culture and things. So well, they, like fellowship. Yeah. They create totally. their own they, fellowship. They, exactly. They um, begin to trust each other and mm-hmm. brotherhoods. Form, Especially those kids that, that come in that get taken away from their homes in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. It's called being gooned. 
And so, like, parents will pay people to come kidnap their kids, essentially. No way. Mm-hmm. And then, the, and then they take them out into the middle of nowhere, where they then show up, and we're like, "Yo, what's up? Time to live in the woods now." It's like, you gotta poop in a hole. Um, sometimes we poop in plastic bags, <laughs> especially like when you work in certain areas that like where the uh, leave no trace ethics is like you can't poop because it's not gonna be sustainable for the environment. It's like you gotta poop in like a plastic bag and then put that plastic bag in another plastic bag. Yeah. And if it's never not at a place where we have like where we're supported by like the operations and logistics people that at the company, then you gotta carry it with you. Carry your poop. <laughs> I think that's pretty funny. So this camera goes out every thirty minutes, so you'll see me reach over there every now and then and make sure it. you tap okay. Yeah. Because if you guys didn't know, I produce all of this myself, and if you're looking for a non-paid position, please contact me at info at interactive.me. That's with an E, interactive, E-N-T, enter like exit, active like dot me. Enter like an enter button on the (laughs) the keyboard? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice, okay, cool. So you've been doing this for how long? Oh, almost a full year now. Yeah. Yeah, getting close to that. What have those what have those kids like taught you? Um those kids have taught me um how to hold boundaries with people and how to approach s- uh, scenarios and approach people and conflict in a different way. Yeah. Cuz normally when you hear conflict, what do you think? You I hear- think I think communication. Yeah. Communication. True communication. True communication. Yeah. A lot of times when people hear conflict, you know, they can think like, oh, somebody did something wrong. Yeah. It's not always like negative conflict. There's like, just, you know, there's so many different types. Well, I think um, when conflict's happening, happen, that means that there's something happening. When there's no yeah. conflict, mm-hmm. then, then, you know, like these, like the, the, the discussions that I have with people is that like, I want there to be some kind of conflict. Like we disagree on, on the animals. And so like, do you, so do you take a, like a, the other stance on purpose sometimes what's that do you take a, an opposite stance on purpose sometimes just to like get the yeah like play the devil's advocate yeah kind of just like yeah that's definitely totally something you've always done though. yeah you've always yeah. done that and yeah and i think that's also something that you've always done i think that's why we kind of <sighs> yeah although it was a, begrudgingly really, yeah no i that was a sigh that was the total like ah oh, yeah i did do that and i do sometimes do that just on purpose but just, I think just would, to poke. I like to just, you know, yeah. fire somebody up if they need that. Well, that's. Know? I think that I think sometimes that you need to you need to you got to make somebody somebody feel uncomfortable mm-hmm. to have them feel comfortable um, in their own life. Yeah, there is you total know? there is total growth and like uncomfortability. When you, when you when you I say when you when we just say something out of the blue and make a funny face and and this was what I wanted to talk to you about is the earliest memory that Uh-oh. I had of you oh shoot was Let's like go. you um, you had this like buzz cut and, but you'd always do this like like make this monkey face yeah like that yes nice and so I remember like real like elementary school wow I would you, do that. You would, you would do that. School? Yeah, and it would and make pe- and pe- people would be like, why did you just do that, you know? know. It wouldn't say it out loud, but right. you would just do it, and then, like, it would make them smile. Mm-hmm. Smile's great, dude. I like people when they smile. And, and I like I think, making people smile. Yeah, and, and, and so I think that there's, 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 um, there's beauty in that. 
And I think I remember that that just like seeing that happen with you doing uh-huh. that, and I was like, I want to do that. And so like, I think I told you that this is kind of like how people who people people who shaped me. And so like mm-hmm. seeing you do that, I was like, I want to do that. And we kind of like. Did that both of us, and then we just did that. We just yeah, we, just we would did it. we would make we would we would say things and do things, and people would be like, "Why are they doing that?" Mm-hmm. Just have fun. Just yeah, be, just be fun. Yeah, to think outside of the box for just like a mm-hmm. moment, like yeah, because if you just look around and, and everybody's walking around like drones, yeah, you know, like the person who it's steps just, out of the line and does this silly yeah oh yeah just just like i'm super guilty of it i've I've done it so i've deleted all apps the only apps that i have on my phone Mm -hmm. um and i i really wish i need i need to get back into duolingo but duolingo and like the bible app and like the weather app that's what's up what do you what were you studying in duolingo um spanish for the longest time i probably know spanish the best and then um i started in on like russian nice Cool. Didn't get anywhere with that. Uh-huh. Uh, Greek, Hebrew, didn't get anywhere in either of those. But, like, I, I, I want You to. were just searching for information. Exactly, you wanted, yeah. you wanted knowledge. Well, the thing is, is that, so, like, it, the New Testament was written in uh, Greek, originally. Okay. And then the Old Testament is written in ancient Hebrew. Nice. So okay. the whole thing with learning Hebrew, I was like, I'm going to be able to, I want to be able to understand. Um, I want to be able to, f- because there's a lot of more words out there. Yeah, totally. And, and so I, I wanted to better understand the Old Testament. Nice. But then somebody told me, like, you know it's written in ancient Hebrew. And you're like, oh, well, I need to learn that. <laughs> and then I was like, well, Duolingo doesn't offer that. So then I was like, well, I'll learn Greek. Okay. Because the New Testament, you know, there's, there's several different words for love. Yeah. Um, different types of love. Yeah. Do you have a Bible that's, that's not a King James Bible? Yeah, so I, 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 I walk... I walk I walk. I don't know. I walk. 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 What do you? What? What are you saying? I. So I read through like an ESV version, a amplified version, amplified messenger. Okay. And a bunch of like I'll I'll compare a lot of them. What's ESV mean? English Standard Version. Standard Version. Okay. So that's not based on King James. No. Okay, cool. And I've been I've been told a whole bunch of other like weird things about translations and stuff. Yeah, I was just I was always curious because like that. Like, I think that's the one that's used the most. Yeah. But that's... English Standard is is, is probably either the second or the... It was. Okay. Yeah, most standard like, one. That Bible's been around for, like, hundreds of years. Ever since, like, King James just, like, said, fuck the Pope. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> wow. <laughs> ever since he was like, hey, screw this. Dang it. Ever since he was like, hey, I don't want to be a part of this because I want to divorce this person. And then, like, yeah. the Pope wouldn't allow it, right? That's why... I have no idea. I think the King James Version, it was, um, I don't know. I need to study more history. I don't really care. I mean, like, I do, but, like, it's, for me, it's 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 not, it, that part is not really important to me. What's important is that, like, mm-hmm. I'm learning. Yeah. And so I... Th- you could learn about history. Sure, yeah. And it would make a lot of other things more sense when yeah. you're reading about them. Well, because there... I mean, there is, to in a sense, I think there is, like, some reoccurrences that happen in history that, like, within different generations that... Well, yeah. We, if we're keen to see, then we can, you know, try and correct if that comes up as a society, but... Sure. Yeah. I think, I think that... I think that almost revelation is more powerful than that, though getting this out of the shot okay um 
But anyway, um, yeah. I, I asked the question, uh, like, yeah. did you read any self-help books at the last My Testimony? No, I'm not asking you that. I'm um, talking. It's it's cameras on me this time, so hold up one second. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> I can't believe I just did that. But um, when I asked that question, like, my, well, you know, do you read any self-help books? Like, um, he told me no, but I watched this documentary that changed my life, and I was like, then, you know, have you been watching documentaries since then? For me, it was like, it opened me up to this whole new, like, what 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 do you do to learn? Me? Yeah. Where do you, where do you where find wisdom? Okay. Yes. I was, I was, I thought you were oh, yeah, going off on a monologue or no, something. No, I okay. just had to talk it through in my, yeah, out loud. Got it. Yeah, it's classic. But, classic like, where do you find wisdom? Um... I find wisdom in books right now. I read yeah. books. Um, I actually use Duolingo also. I know. This isn't like an ad for that, but you know, yeah. I use it. Uh, we we do not endorse. I mean, we do, but we. this is not a paid I, advertisement. I like to use it, but this isn't for that. Yeah. But you just got a book, too. Yeah. I just got a book called The Anatomy of Peace. Yeah. And that one um, is a book about like conflicts and conflict management um, and being able to like approach things and having a different uh, perspective when you come into a conflict with somebody um, and I know me personally like I used to be just a quick spin off on like this like why conflicts is I used to be like super reactionary um, when somebody was always like well you know like you're this and that and I'd immediately think I'm not this and that yeah even if I was, you're being a this, that, or whatever. And I'm like, no, I'm not being a this, that, or whatever. Yeah. Immediately. Um, and that's being like reactionary. And it's like, no, you're being the this, that, whatever. Well, they're questioning, um, you know, it's someone, CJ, it, well, Charles, they're, they're questioning who you are whenever they say you're being what this, I, or that. What I think it is and was for me, um, and you can say Charlie, because that's it's not <laughs> Charles, but I just got to say it, dude, Charlie. Um, if you're going to go CJ and then something else. And you can call me CJ. Okay. You've known me forever. Okay. That's sweet. I just remember discussion. one time on the phone where, like, I was like, uh-oh. Yeah. No, it's totally fine. I, since coming out here, um, I've kind of, like, thrown off that veil of CJ and just been Charlie. So, um. You probably get treated differently. Hmm. I don't know. I've met, there's other CJs that live around here that I've met. And they're like, no way, they're the same name. That's so cool. Anyways, um. I used to be super reactionary, and I used to, you know, just, like, take it with anger and be really angry about things until I learned how to be, like, responsive instead. And it's like, I hear that you think I'm at this, that, and whatever. And, like, why? You know, like, why do you... Um, and so, like, I could have then been assertive with my communication and everything, and so it's just good to know about more conflicts. It's good for um, understanding others and, like, being able to see where... Maybe a conversation's going, so that way, if it's going down somewhere where someone's going to get angry or something, it, you, we can like turn it or curve it to a place where, like, so we can be more of a discussion than an argument. Does that make sense? Yes. That's why I want that book, and it's it's good for dealing with people that are assholes. But it sounds like you already have it figured out at that point. I don't have everything figured out. I mean, you don't have it figured, but I mean, yeah. like, well, there's still more to learn. Yeah. Definitely more to learn with that. You know, and and where books where books can't help me, experience can. So that's like where being in relationship with a bunch of dissonant teens um, is very fun because there's conflict everywhere. Yeah. You know, and and 
and people who really victimize themselves and people who are like super assertive and try to do like my job for me. And like, nope, I'm the person that's in charge, <laughs> not you. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, so there's there's a lot of experience that goes along with it. And the more that I can I can use and the more angles I can use, and this book is has different ideas and different ways of understanding conflicts and where it's coming from. Yeah. Because most of the time, it's coming from some sort of emotion. Right? Anything that we do comes from some sort of like an emotion that we have that might be backed up by like a belief that we have that might then be backed up by a value that we have that we're either meeting positively or negatively. And that just shapes the entire effect of how we feel and how we're going to act. And so understanding where it's kind of like going at a root level of like why we're doing exactly what we're doing is really helpful. Yeah, understanding your purpose. Uh-huh. Sure. Um, so that's when you look at it. So, um, who do you give credit to? For what? For personal achievements. Everyone. And myself. Yeah. Everyone that's been there along my way and that's helped me out. And also myself, because without me, I couldn't have done it. Yeah. Right? Do you, do you divide um, flesh and spirit? Like, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Like, how do you, what do you, cons- like, everybody has a good and bad mm-hmm. side to them, right? Sure. And Yin so, and yang. Sh- sure. sure. Uh, uh, flesh, flesh and spirit. Pepperoni slice of pizza and your cheese slice of pizza. Yeah. That just are intertwined and like the. I don't quite understand that. Pizza yin yang. I like the yin yin yang or the the, the flesh and spirit. Spirit. Yeah. Okay. So what do you? How do you define both of those to you? Because flesh is my body. That's how I feel uh, physically. Yeah. Right. And then spirit. That's how I. How connected I feel to whatever is out there. That's more than just me. Yeah. However, my spirit's feeling connected. Like, at this moment, physically, I'm feeling like a tightness in the bottoms of my feet, kind of where my feet are touching my shoes. Um, I feel I feel my sit bones on the chair. Um, and I feel a little bit of, like, a heavy weight on my shoulders. And... Spiritually, right now, I feel really grounded and present. Yeah. That's me. Yeah. Good answer. Doesn't have to be. Yeah. However you want. Um, I'd go as far as to say that there's also a, also a couple more things, a couple more places you could you can. Here, work this into go. it as well. With, okay. uh, here's another kind of like sidestep question. Okay. Is, sidestep it? Yeah, sidestep it. Sidestep it? Sidestep okay. Is uh, like... Who put that spirit in you? Or what put that spirit in you? It was always there. The spirit's just always been there. Yeah? So yeah. you feel like your spirit is eternal? Uh, yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Once I finish up here, you know, in this physical... If I, once I finish this physical body, and I go up, and I come back down, because I don't believe that I'm going to have found all the answers in like understood everything I've needed to by that time. Yeah. When I do, and I go up and they say, they go, all right, cool. And you have a choice. You, mean you can go back down or 
you can go on, move on. Like that's that's totally eternal. I think that'd be hell. You think that'd be hell? <laughs> yeah, I'd getting be to like, move on somewhere else. Like, do you want to go back? Sit, sit to be, sit. I'd probably go like yes, as the dog that gets loved, not the beaten dog, but yeah. the, the nice dog that gets loved by everybody. Yes, loves the good life. Sure. Gets to eat all the human food. Tree gets really fat. Get down. And it's just like just like rolls around. It's like maybe yeah. like a like a fat little chihuahua or something. You yeah. know, like just the ugly. See, I think that like but that would be that's like the happiest dog ever. But wouldn't it? Wouldn't that? Doesn't that like? Doesn't that like? Stammer your 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 steps here on Earth to like to believe that that um, you're gonna have to come back. Like, no. Do you like it here? I mean. No, I think that that um, you don't like it here. No, I think that there's something that is is so much greater that that we weren't necessarily meant to be here. Like it's yeah. like there's something off about this place. You know, like you've seen the Matrix, where like you something's just a Matrix, little bit man. off. <laughs> you see that same person walk by twice. Yeah. Right. Oh boy, <laughs> you went. There. So you don't like it in your skin. You don't like being in your skin. No, I think I think that I think that there's there's yeah I mean like I'm always decaying, like nope. my body my body is is not not eternal, mm-hmm. you know, and so I recognize well, that your spirit, your spirit is right. Be sure, my spirit is internal, but but my body is not, and That's okay. tomorrow my knees are gonna hurt even more, mm-hmm. and a year down the road, it's gonna be harder for me to write. It already is difficult for me to write, mm-hmm. and twenty years from now, um, you know, I may have to. Witness my mother and father pass away. Mm-hmm. Like, no, like I, I think that this place is any anything but perfect. Yeah, no, this place is totally not perfect. Yeah, but I think it's like I I would yeah. I I would if 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 I I like to ask the question a lot of times is like mm-hmm. would I would I worship a god if he did this? Like what? Like, would I worship a god that would send me back to the earth? Okay. Would you? Probably not. No? <laughs> no. I mean, it's... That would... You know, it, it amazes me, Sam, because you're always... You've always been somebody who, like, loves or appears to love life so much and have so much fun all the time. And I do. That you don't like it here. I just, I just know that there's something better. I think yeah. there's something out there that is greater. So I guess, I guess we're we're describing like are you just gonna future trip the rest of your life until you get there, or are you gonna have some fun while you're here, bud? No, man, it's all vanity, bro. Like I'm I'm gonna live it. Yeah, I'm gonna live yeah. every day. And okay, um, it's I, I I'm not I don't have these kind of like I don't think that that can I don't think that saying that is necessarily a pessimistic view of life. Mm-hmm. I think it's just truth. Yeah. Okay. Maybe you don't have to like it here, and you can still enjoy it while you don't like it. Exactly, yeah. Because you can do things that you don't want to do that, yeah. you know, you can but still have fun doing. But I'm just saying that here on the earth is the furthest thing away from heaven. Mm-hmm, okay. And I think you would agree with me on that. That being here and living on the earth where you're constantly dying, and everybody around you is dying. Decaying. And everything around you is dying. Yes. That heaven, where everything is eternal, sure, looks pretty good compared to everything that's dying. I'd say, yeah. Well, absolutely. I mean, yeah, you go from a place where everything's dying to a place where nothing is dying and everything is long living. Then, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I would agree. Yeah, sure. Don't totally. Sounds like a great place. Yeah. So, how about you get baptized tomorrow and we do this? <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Yeah.
I actually haven't even been baptized. Well, I have. I, I was baptized as a baby. As a baby? Yeah, so I, I grew up Catholic. Nice. Like the... Yeah. No idea if I was baptized as a baby or not. I don't, I don't, I don't really remember. Probably because I was a baby. My phone is dying. It's okay. I have a watch. I can keep time. Okay. I can set it. At like 9 o'clock, I think that we're going to have to like reset that camera. Which one? That one. That one. All right. Or even earlier. <clears throat> well, I can set like a like an alarm clock. Like a time clock. Like a... Yeah. Like 30 minutes. Yeah. Okay. I'm starting it right now. Boom. Cool. It'll go off in a half hour. Dope. So, so... So... What? Yeah. Fucking animals and shit, man. Yeah. In the yeah. woods. Like, it's a beautiful spiritual place. And it is hard to... You moved out of focus. Uh, it is hard to have faith in some of the people that I work with. In that sense, I believe in them, you know? Because some people come in that can't take care of themselves. So you have to remind them to take care of themselves. Yeah. What you do you know, do you when they them. ask you, like, where, where, what do they ask, like, the, do they ever ask you about your okay. beliefs? Me? Yeah. Um, sometimes. Yeah. Most of the time they're wrapped up in hating where they are and wanting to go home and like, hating their parents or whatever. Sure. Um, because everything's decaying around them rapidly. <laughs> uh, I think it's just because they miss the home and they don't want to be in the woods. Um, but... There's um yeah there's a few instances where you know people have asked me what I believe in, absolutely yeah yeah. Is there anybody that has like uh, questioned that? Mm, no, it's a pretty um, non-judgmental place yeah. where I work and and like accepting in that way. Like I've worked with transgender people um, that were that are in a group of the same sex that they were born, but they identify as a separate as a separate sex. Different, a different gender. Yes. Um, and no one in that, no one ever in that group would ever say, call that person by the wrong pronoun that they liked um, to be called by, right? And so it's really accepting in that way. Yeah. You know, and it's really um, non-judgmental in that way as well. There's no think- one saying, hey, you need to be act your sex. Yeah. You need to act your gender. Do you think that there are people in this world that use emotion as a double-edged sword yeah totally what kind of people are those people who don't understand their emotions you get what I'm saying maybe not why don't you explain to me so um, this was out in Chicago Mm -hmm. and it was my first uh, confrontation with someone who was Mm non-binary and I used to interview musicians artists okay and so I went up to them and I said, you know, I asked them about the pronouns. I didn't have a freaking clue. Like, sure. what, what is it that you identify as or whatever? Yeah. So then we get to talking and then, like, um, I ask difficult questions to anybody and everybody. Yeah. Because I think that that's important that we do challenge each other. I want to be surrounded by people who do question my beliefs. Mm-hmm. I want to be surrounded by people who... Uh, constantly question me because it will <clears throat> it will remi- remind me to, to you know question who I am as a yeah. person what I'm doing is it right is it wrong um, anyway that's just to justify the question of right. asking so you came up you were asking them difficult questions yeah one okay. of those difficult difficult questions was yeah. do you believe that that people should be fined if they call you the wrong pronoun uh huh 
Yeah. Is that a difficult question? It sounds more just like a like an icebreaker. Yeah, yeah. Sounds kind of like an icebreaker. For for me, right? And you, yeah. Oh yeah, totally. But but um, no. And so anyway, I ended up, um, and 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 they what did they say? They were totally like yeah. Okay. Which like I, I'm like okay, that's crazy. Sure. Uh, so how how were they using emotion as a sword? So then they walked away and like they were like yeah like well, I'll sit down with an interview and have an interview with you and I'm like great awesome. Mm-hmm. So they walk away and then five minutes later <clears throat> they told on me they tattled on me w- about what? Um, like hey this guy asked me some difficult questions. Yeah, okay. so I made made them well, feel uncomfortable. What a, oh, and, okay. And so then the backstage stage manager came up to me and said like hey. Um, we don't want you to talk to any musicians anymore. So that's p- called passive-aggressive communication. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's wielding emotion as a sword. Okay. And I yeah. think that's happening a lot today. And Right. I mean, people are very passive with their communication today. I think that's, you know, that's the way that a lot of things go. I guess that leads me into my next question. It's like, what are, the, what are your biggest concerns in today's world? Um, prescription medication. Just on the rise. That's my like biggest concern. I mean, I've worked with so many people that have come in that are taking prescription medication and um, maybe don't need it, but yeah. because they've maybe taken it for so long that it's become a chemical dependency almost. Um, so that's like. That's Wait, f- go back to that one spot. Okay. I like you there. Okay, that's the f- that's the first thing that really comes to my head that I'm just scared about. Prescriptions. Yeah, prescription medication, you know, and... um, Do you take any prescription medication? No, never have. Yeah. Mm Mm-mm. Not even Adderall? Nope. I was on the Adderall train. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like most people have. I've heard... I I, I did hear one positive story from it where they were on it and then they were off it. Right. Helped them. I think that it is helpful, and I see it as something that's really scary as well when... You see it happening a lot in, in like, colleges yeah. as well. People will, like, get a prescription for Adderall so that way they can do all of their schoolwork. Do you think that's because uh, kids are able to um, determine their own medication? Mm. Because I can tell you, tell you from personal, like, yeah. is that I was able to. I, right. I, I twisted my whole doctor into knocking right. me up to, like, 65 milligrams of right. uh, Adderall mm. within, like, few weeks I think you have your answer then sure I just kind of wanted to ask you your because yeah. that's an anecdotal I, I don't well, know. I don't I don't go to a doctor it's and objective I'm, to say I that. don't write prescriptions so I yeah. I can't I can't answer that confidently sure um, I think that another thing that um, like concerns me about society today is how plugged in everybody is um, I think that's just because of the nature of my work in the nature yeah the nature of my work oh Oh. (sighs) yeah I know that was actually a really bad one Um, so have you seen Black Mirror I have watched a few episodes of Black Mirror did you see Nosedive which one's that one is that the one where they rate stars yes I had to watch that for a class and I was furious the entire time I watched it yeah I hated every single second of it yep and I only finished that episode because it was for a class. Do you know why you felt that way? Why? Because it was true. Like, 100%, that is... I was just disgusted. It's a pure reflection of how things not only are, but are going to become... Well, they didn't pass them like that in China? Yes. 
Yeah, that's what so, I heard correctly. Yeah, so they didn't pass anything because it's no, a sorry. communist country. So like they just did it. Didn't they implement something like that in China? You can just cut out the last few seconds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's they int- implemented it into China, where basically if you're if you get caught robbing a store, and you, I'm directly associated with you, then I may not be able to get on the train anymore uh, because I'm directly. Um, it sucks with you. if you have to like if you live in poverty and like you can't provide for yourself, so you have to go to stealing and then you just have a bad rating because you're living in poverty and you have to steal to survive and then you can't yeah. do anything. Which happens quite a bit, I'm sure. In I don't know. I just imagine that that would suck. I think it That's, happens more there than that. It happens. I'm curious about what China's crime rate is. I don't know, but um, stealing to live is different than like stealing to. Steal, yeah. Like, uh, stealing to provide, or stealing to get money, yeah. In that way, stealing to like, just be richer. But uh, yeah, I think those are two things that are wrong that I I see struggling with in society. Um, the lack of love for nature is one too. Yeah. Similar. And that's just because I don't think enough people spend time outside. I think if everybody spent more time outside, then they'd love the woods more. Do They'd like, probably be a whole lot. Do you like the woods? Yeah. Do you remember going playing in the creek? Mm-hmm. All the time. Is that your earliest memory? Because I remember asking you to like try to remember. Oh. And reset that camera if you would. Yeah. I I know I said 30 minutes, but I, it do should shut I, off. Do like, I do? Just push the record button twice, and then flip open the screen, and then make sure it's still recording. Flip open the screen. It's recording. Okay. Okay. And then and then set it to an hour on your watch. Okay, I'll just rest, I'll just set it at thirty minutes, and then do it again after that thirty minutes. Well, it would last an hour. This one's thirty minutes. Okay, well, see so there you go. Okay, perfect. I'm gonna reset this one. Right, reset it. Boom. Boom. So what were you saying? Earliest memories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I remember riding bikes home with you in yes. school, second grade. We rode bikes home. You rode your bike home in second grade. Yep. And I always turned off at Scott uh-huh. and said bye to you because you had to keep going. That's what I remember. Okay, so there was that. I remember this Do you remember time the, okay. when, when, like, you you were, like, a hoss on the bike. Like, you would be flying. Oh, dude, yeah. Especially because you knew where to go on Scott. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, a downhill all the way down, right? Oh, it is so much fun. And so I remember, like, following you one time. But I didn't know the road, so I was, like, being a little bit cautious. And I remember getting lost. <laughs> Did you take the side road that... Up, you go up Scott, and then there's the road that would connect back to Ridge. I think so. You take that way back home? I think, well, I didn't, I just remember getting lost, and I was oh, okay. just like, I was like, almost like a little bit ticked off at you, because like, well, you I like, probably didn't know you were even back there. I, I know you didn't. Like, okay. I just like, I was like, I'm going to follow CJ home, but that's who I was, like, as a second grader, like. Yeah. I think that was my, my earliest memory of you, and then one of my most detailed memories of you when we were younger was when we did our own Olympics. We recorded our own Olympics. Do you remember this? Okay, with, the, yeah. with the VHS camera. Yes. Do we still have? Do you still have that footage? Probably not. It's VHS, and it's probably right. Dead. But it's do you remember? Terrible. And we were just like jumping off of stairs onto a beanbag. Yes. You remember that? Yes, I remember that. Yeah. And now look at you. Now you got cameras everywhere. Yeah, I know, right? It's awesome. I hate it's really it. cool to see I that. I can't stand it. What? This is what you're doing. This is cool. I I, it's it's fun. Anytime that, I think like, it's, it's pointed out, then it's like I'm always like. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. It's like, no, oh, dude, cameras everywhere. 
But, well, see, I think that there's there's a right approach to it and a wrong approach to it, and mm-hmm. like I'm always, I always feel like, and I don't, I feel like I'm always writing a thin line on it, mm-hmm. like whether it's narcissistic or or I, I like to say like angelic or demonic. Okay. And that you're writing a thin a thin line whenever you put cameras on yourself. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it's healthy. I think it's fine. I I don't. Um, Do you Snapchat still? No, I actually quit Snapchatting uh, in October. Nice. Um, and I did that for a really Instagram, long time. Instagram, you on I did social that, media? I, no, I no, no social media. Uh, uh-uh. the only like I'm on like this Facebook group for like Christian YouTubers. Nice. Okay. Um, is that what you are? You're a Christian YouTuber? I don't know. I should really just join. It was funny. I've got two Christian YouTuber like uh, groups that I'm a part of that I'll post the videos up in. Mm-hmm. But you don't consider yourself a Christian YouTuber. <sighs> and it's the same kind of question. Like, do you consider yourself a Christian rapper? Like, well, I don't fucking rap, so pardon. Well, I'm I'm just saying, like, when they yeah. ask the question, like, do you believe, do you consider yourself? No, I don't. I, yeah. I don't like labels. I don't like identifying. I, I think that mm-hmm. that um, that is my biggest concern in um, today's uh, culture is that we are identifying things. Um, like you are you we're putting veils over people's faces and I've described it in a couple other videos of just like mm-hmm. we are putting veils in front of other people's faces and we're not seeing them for who they are you're yeah. seeing somebody um, a part of a group mm-hmm. uh, it's called victimhood um, mentality and that the idea that there is uh, a group that's oppressing mm-hmm. and there's a group that is victimized okay. and um, to say like um, we'll, say, we'll say Hispanics. Okay. So like when somebody looks at someone and sees them, then they see like Hispanic, and then it's like um, they have less privilege or whatever. It's like this mm. idea of like it's. In fact, interesting enough, I had somewhat of a conversation. Somebody shared with me that they shared with their counselor, camp counselor, and their counselor told them their story, and after hearing their story this kid was like, wow, it doesn't feel like my story is that difficult. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really dangerous to, um, to, um, I think it's dangerous to, to, to pass judgment on somebody based off of, um, their experiences. Yeah. If that makes sense. It's all about judging, right? It's like, you know, we, we're so quick now to judge people for what they look like, what they say, what they do. But I think it's, like, twisted now where it used to be, like, we would see people and we would be, like, we would... It used to be that envy was... We would just be envious. Now it seems like envy has turned to more action. It, it used to... People just kind of kept it inside themselves. But now with, like, social media mm-hmm. is that they're able to actually, like, let that out. Okay, I'm so lost. No, you've lost me. That's fine. And so, you're gonna have to uh, back it up or dumb it down. Dumb it down. One to two. Um, By dumbing it down, I just mean be a little bit more concise. Yeah. Because there's so many different interlocking parts of what you're talking about. Yeah. I don't think I'm able to like connect those dots. And so, if you gave me just some concise bullet points, I think I might get it. So better. I can give you like two different, like an example of how people actually 
acted upon their emotions. Okay. Like a, a specific emotion. Right. Like anger. Uh-huh. Like you saw it whenever you were talking about my sister, mm-hmm. whenever we were like in sixth grade or seventh grade at my birthday party. Oh, yeah. And I tried to kick your ass. <laughs> yeah. And we got in a big old fight. I'm sorry. I was just like deeply in love with your sister at that time in my life. That's fine. You and pretty much every Everybody person else. that I... Yeah, I know. Yeah. So, so like anger, like people, people were more, and still are to some degree, more apt to act upon anger. Now mm-hmm. I think today is that we're seeing people act upon envy. In the same way? Is that where Not necessarily in the same... It's it's just they're acting upon it. So where you have anger in you... So you're acting on a different emotion that we're acting on now? Yeah. And it's not anger. And he's like, that's fine. I'm just angry now. But I'm super envious now, so I'm going to act on this. Yes. And so so what that looks like is... um, Is... I I think that people... It's... I, I think that people didn't really act upon it earlier on mm-hmm. because they were envious of um, success. I think that we used to be uh, more envious uh, upon success. Now mm. we're envious upon persecution. Okay. Yeah. So what I mean by that is that... Yeah. that Thank that, you for wrapping it up for me because yeah. you're, you're losing me again. That's, that's, that's fine. That's fine. So th- where we used to be envious of like mm-hmm. uh, rappers or like okay. actors or... Yep. Whoever we we saw them as successful, yeah. now it's beginning to be envious of um, those who are not privileged because it's starting to oh. flip. So those who have privilege, so those who have are envious to, of people that don't have privilege. Is that what you're saying? Privileged people have are and envious of, of those people who don't have privilege. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. They're like, hey, I could use some more uh, adversity in my life. Yeah. Like, and I'm glad I'm talking to you about this because it's like, it's um, it, it kind of like, I, I don't, it's it's not intended to get political, but but it seems to get political, but it's not. It's it's just human psyche. Well, I, I could see that, um, I guess. I mean, I work with the population of very privileged people. Um, wilderness therapy right now is not an inexpensive program. It is very expensive. It costs like as much as going to college does. Yeah. Like a, at like a smaller college, you know, Yeah. Like a, but it still costs as much as a four year university. Um, and there is a lot of privilege. And I think it's due to coddling that I work uh, with. a lot of the time or lack of coddling. There's... I think that, I think that the, the degrees of, of, there's a lot that goes into like what brings a person there, you know? Um, but when I, the privilege that I see that comes in is, yeah, it's mostly like money privilege, Mm -hmm. but the privilege that I see, um, outside of that, like for me, cause I'm a white male, I got a pretty easy in the world. Uh, I'm very privileged. I came from a nice family. I'm privileged. Um, yeah, but well, let me stop you real quick. There's a term called white trash. Familiar with, with it? Oh, I know that term. Yeah. There's a whole, there's a, there's a word, there's a, there is a definition that, in, that, that surrounds white people that are not privileged at all. People who live in trailers mm-hmm. who don't have um, money to buy two lunches at lunchtime like yeah. we always did. 
Well, this town that you're in right now is, is poverty-ridden town. Sure. Every Thursday, there is a, an initiative that was started at the college that's here that the grocery stores bring the bread that expires on that day Yeah. in, in here because not everybody can even feed their whole families here. Mm-hmm. It's like a small ski town, so, you know, when it's not ski season, there's nobody here, right? And... Because it's a ski town, there's so many second and third homeowners that own properties here that it's really expensive. Yeah. All the property here is super expensive. And so there's a housing crisis. Sure. As well. And there's so many people um, that have children that go to the schools here that can't afford to pay. Yeah, like nine. Yeah, we're good. That They can't afford to pay um, their their kids' lunches that they're on subsidized lunch. And that happens even throughout the summertime. So even in the summertime, the school's open mm-hmm. during lunchtime for kids to go eat lunch. Yeah. Like, I see it, definitely. Yeah. You know? And um, I see that there's, like, different two different types of privilege. And, like, being white is also kind of nice, though, in the sense that... It depends geographically. Geographically, absolutely. If being white in America, where we both are... Sure. That's pretty great. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you're white trash or not. You still have a leg up on most other people, sure. especially if you're a male yeah. also. I mean, being white in Africa right now, and if you're a farmer, then you're getting attacked. Possibly. Not possibly. Tr- truthfully. <laughs> okay. Truth- <laughs> truthfully? Farm, farm, farm. Uh, I watched a whole document on it, and it, it yeah. kind of opened my eyes up to, like, there's other places in the world. Mm-hmm. And it gives me a better perspective of... Um, how well we have things here. Yeah, it's pretty pretty nice. Yeah. It's pretty nice. But I still wouldn't want to come back. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, as I was getting at the privilege that I have is, like, I was given, like, sayings to use that were Native American sayings that I'm super not comfortable saying because of cultural appropriation and, like, the privilege that I feel like I have. And I can say something else instead. Um, you know, can you know what I'm saying? Not really, because okay. I don't think that words should ever keep anybody up at night. It's not the words, it's the meaning behind the words. So if there's something that's like a sacred saying that is used from a tribe that you can take somewhere and then just bastardize it by knowing it, just using it, that's kind of what a culture appropriation is in my mind. Yeah, but I, I don't think that has anything to do with... Um, your identity, I think it has everything to do with you being an asshole. By, 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 mis, by misusing it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like it's, yeah. it's, it's not, it's not, it's, um, like, what you say um, and what you do um, does not reflect, the things that you say and the things that you do mm. don't reflect me. Totally. They reflect me. Yeah. Yeah. But I think today is that what things that you do and the things you say do reflect me because of this veil that has been placed over people. Okay. Um, of victimhood mentality. Right. Um, and that's unfortunate, but I, I think also another thing is is that, you know, these, these kids that aren't able to... Um, people who, who are going through those tough times... I'm seeing where I am. Did we scratch that table? No idea. Okay. Doesn't matter. 
uh, is that that we're not we're not able to speak into those people's lives who are going through those trials unless you yourself have personally experienced those trials. Totally, and I think that's that's like. I don't think it's all right to, you know, say like, "Hey, man, it's really tough living in this part of the country." I never grew up there, but I just know it's tough. But I think that it's 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 safe to say like, you know, like, I may have not experienced the same things that you have, but we're both living through this world, and there's a bunch of assholes around here, and it's a climb to the top. It's a rat race, mm-hmm. and um. Unfortunately, it looks like that doesn't seem to be seen as encouragement anymore. That mm. we um, um, like a um, like 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 divorce. Mm-hmm. You know, like I haven't experienced divorce, but somebody who I knew experienced it and I looked at them after they told me that divorce is tough like this has been a really shitty moment in my life and I looked at him and I said well yeah it's divorce it's gonna be shitty now have I ever like experienced it but can I say can I can I can I say something like that and 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 be able to speak into that person's life and be able to say this is this is crappy and like I I guess what I'm saying is that can you empathize with people um can you empathize with people anymore today where is empathy gone I feel like people are uh, so empathy's gone to a place that's only for special reasons to have I guess I don't know I can't I don't have all the answers (laughs) Sam but I think that um, a lot of people find empathy to be something that's harder to feel now, mm-hmm. and it's harder to express empathy to others because there's so much information out there that people can read about divorce, just as general as a topic in general, right? Yeah. Um, that you know they could read like you know like divorce is good, divorce is bad. This is, this is what you do. Five steps to getting divorced, right? Like you can like sure. look something up and like these are the five steps you need to get divorced, and you can really desensitize yourself to what that is. Yeah. Right. And you know, having someone feel it, going through it, you know, could totally suck. Absolutely. Like divorce, for me, um, was how I know about divorce is my parents got divorced. Yeah. Right. So I experienced that through divorce. I've never been married or divorced. Yeah. Um, but so like, what I'm saying, though, is that, like, if you saw me talking to somebody who, uh, a child, um, mm. and this is totally hypothetical, but yeah, t- no, no. we both have ex- yeah, go for imaginations, it. like, let's roll with it, is that yeah. if I was talking into, um, if I, uh, what I, I'd like to say is I'm pouring into um, mm. s- somebody who's young, who is going through. Is it okay to say that? Is it okay to say Hey, divorce sucks. Divorce. No, no, not necessarily that. But but if if we were if we were if I started doing this with you and yeah. um, I was I sat down with this young chap and I didn't know that you were there in chap. the field that day that day and I sat down yeah. with him and I was talking to him about his mother and father's divorce uh-huh. and like talking to him about it and 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 listening and 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 speaking to him. Yeah. Would you come up to me and go, dude? You don't know anything about that. Absolutely not. No, no, no. Yeah. Because 
people love to talk about themselves, right? Yeah. And they can, and it's be therapeutic to get someone to open up to you. Yeah. It can be hard. I've worked for multiple weeks with someone and waited for them to open up to me before finally. Sure. I get them to open up to me, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just because of the way that people are grown up um, and the way that people like have viewed being emotional and yeah. feeling your feelings and expressing your feelings um, to like how they do it now. And so, yeah, it's hard to empathize with people now or some people find it hard to empathize yeah. with others now. But empathy is just like, it's like getting in the mud with them, right? They're in the mud and they feel like crap because, like, some sucks. Like, you don't just go, oh, yeah, that sucks, huh? Divorce sucks, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it sucks. They already said it sucks. Sure. You know, like, you know, or you can, or, you know, if you said to me, divorce sucks, and I'd go, yeah, that sucks. Or I said, I hear divorce sucks. Which one sounds better to you? Sucks. It sucks. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it just sucks. And and so it's like getting down in the dirt with them. If they're in the dirt. That's empathy. Sympathy is being like, oh, well, you know, that, yeah, totally sucks. What are you going to do about it? Well, Bummer. sympathy would be just you, you've, actually, you've actually experienced that. That's empathy. Sympathizing with someone is like... Yeah, I mean that's. Uh, I don't know. I'm gonna have to Google it, but my phone said. But I think I think that sympathy is is whenever you you have actually experienced that, and that's that's through sympathy that you can be able to sympathize with somebody because um, you got in a car wreck uh, two weeks ago, just yeah. like okay. just like you got it, and then and then what's empathy? Empathy is where you um, you've never wrecked your car in your life, but somebody shares that they wrecked their car, and you're yeah. able to say, you know, like or what I'm seeing today is that you're not able to say. Right. So when you're saying like people aren't being empathetic, people, it's hard for people to be empathetic. You mean like, I'm saying that I can't empathize with a, uh, 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 a guy that grew up in the city, a black uh-huh. man that grew up in a city yeah. that, um, lived in the projects. Had a hard fucking life growing up. I see what I see is that you can't, you can't sympathize, but you can, you can definitely empathize with them. Okay. Because to sympathize would be like, yeah, I went through that same exact scenario. Can't sympathize. Now I'm super confused on which one's which, but I'll just look it up later and yeah. laugh and have a laugh about it. So but I, I, I see what you're saying is that like, you know, you can, you can feel what he's feeling, right? And you mm-hmm. can step into that because like you, maybe you haven't gone through the same things you have, but you've had the same feelings that that person has had. Yes. I think that, I think it's because it's grounded in, in, in just we've all experienced persecution at some point we've, we've yeah. all experienced everybody's been pain. bullied at some point and that's what kind of wraps me back into, into the whole idea that to gauge that pain is mm-hmm. really really um um uh oh what's the word I'm looking for it's really We'll say the word nasty. It's a real nasty mm-hmm. thing to get into. It's a real dirty place to get to. To gauge pain. When, when you're, yes, gauging pain. To I'm, say that this person experienced more pain than me, and so I am not able to sit with him. And and I think that that, that kind of ties into we are all created equally. 
we all okay. equally we we feel pain. Right. So you you're going to compare pain that someone else has had to pain that you've had, and you're going to compare yourself to somebody else and be like, uh, I don't know if I can empathize with them because they've gone through more pain than I have. Yes. And saying? I think that yeah, and I think that that's that's a really scary place, and I mm-hmm. think that that would probably be one of my biggest current concerns in today is that is that that's happening that that and that's mm-hmm. where the like break in communication is happening because right. if you can't empathize somebody with somebody you you can't really communicate with them right you know what i mean like mm-hmm. yeah, you can communicate with them but it's like how's the weather doing like how about mm-hmm. that weather like how about them cheese you see that sky today yeah talk about blue talk about blue my friend mm-hmm. but you you um i'm talking deep discussions discussions totally. that actually have that that are f- what i would consider fruitful yeah so, I'm going to back it up again. Yes. Because I said I had two things, two more things I wanted to add to your physical and your spiritual state sure. of feeling. Yeah. I'd also say that there's an emotional state of feeling. Oh, definitely. It's your heart. Yeah. What does your heart say? And then well, your... The heart is deceitful above all else. And your mental state of feeling, too. Yeah. It's your brain. Yeah. Right? Because like, you could have a really busy brain. Your heart could be longing... For something, somebody, or yeah. you could be like really happy where you are. Right I think now. the heart and the brain are kind of synonymous, though. Mm, no, I think your heart's emotional, and your brain is like mental. Biologically speaking, though, no, there's no emotion that's going on in your heart. Totally. I think that when you describe the divine, your heart, you're, you're, you're speaking more spiritual, like your spirit. Well, that's what, what your beliefs would be. Like, how connected do you feel? Because now we're getting into like Aristotle, where like he described it as mind, or not. Well, the Hinduism, I think, is okay. is mind, body, spirit, and then Aristotle would be like um, physical, 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 physicality, um, <laughs> mental, and um, spiritual. I don't know if he called it spiritual or something else, but mm-hmm. um, something along those terms. Yeah. Um, and. I thought you were still going. I don't know. Did you want me to tell you a story about one of the people that I worked with? Yeah. <laughs> I could tell you more later, too. If you want If you want one on here, I could put one on here. Dude, the reason why I called you was not just to, like, oh, I'm doing this YouTube channel and I want to sit down with you. No, I want to, like, reconnect with you. Okay. Because you, you and I, like... We spent a lot of time together as kids. Yeah. We really did. Like... And I feel like a lot of the time... I was fighting for you when you weren't around. You were because I was that kid that. Five minutes, and I'm gonna I'm gonna reset it because it's actually thirty minutes on the dot. That okay? Should I do this one? No. Uh, oh, that was an hour. Yeah. And I feel like. Um, no, you defended me a whole lot, just as I, many other people defended because they'd always they well, I'd, I'd always hear you know one of these days you're gonna get your ass kicked, Sam. Lo and behold, the time that I'm letting my ass get kicked and I'm laughing at a person, you're just like grabbing them and throwing them off of me. Yeah. You know. Um, and, uh, I, I feel like, wait, was that an actual happening? Did I throw somebody off of you at one point? Yeah. Colorado, dude. Oh yeah, I you did. That? Yeah. And I'm sitting there laughing. Yeah. I totally, yeah. I definitely jumped in there and I'm not, I'm not much of a fighter. Which no, is you're not. Interesting but, because the last conversation you know, I had, it was about, I tackled some kid into the bushes cause oh, dude. yeah, to help out my buddy Ian. Nice. But Yes. You have a very strong sense of loyalty, Sam. Um, 
now going back to it, I think that it was just like so easy to, um, yeah, I think you were very easily bullied in school growing up and like that, that made you then, um, get, be very reactionary in the way that like you would do things for people's reactions. Like you would kind of poke, poke buttons people for fun yeah well right? i don't think because it, the, that thing, was fun. the thing is is that is that i, I thought about this recently I, I don't believe that it was it was for fun it was what was it for it was it was to see who they were yeah like okay. to really actually see because the thing is is that you can't fake anger totally and and so unless you're an actor unless you're an actor sorry sorry but but you can't you can't you can't fake that and Mm so if you see somebody get getting angry Mm -hmm. or upset then you're able to actually see who they are as an individual they drop all curtains and and you're actually able to see who that individual is yeah um and so i kind of got uh um then I was able to love that person because when you when when somebody actually shows who they are, mm-hmm. and, and I thought about it for a, for a while. So you loved those people that called you like names, and you loved those people. N- that not were the people mean who to like you? call me names and like were mean to me and stuff. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I definitely did. Yeah. Um, but I I definitely more so loved like you know Chris O'Donnell and Cole McGregor. Um, like I would, I would piss off Cole so much, get his face turned super well, red. We just we all had. S- those were like our, that was a friend group of yours, you know, like we, you spent those time with those people. I remember I only spent that time, like a birthday party with yeah. you, with, yep. with Cole and, um, whoever else was there. That but day. I don't think that it was, it was for fun. I think that, I think that there was a little bit of, uh, yeah, it was a little bit of entertainment, but I think primarily what it was, was mm-hmm. I, I, I tend to think that I don't do things unless I'm, I'm. Uh, there's there's something to learn or something to be gained from it, mm-hmm. um, and I think that that gaining was um, seeing who they were. Like it allowed you to pick and choose your people pretty early, though. Yeah, you know. Uh, oh, especially I, it feels nice to be one of those people that got picked. Yeah, oh, we always had each other's backs. Though. Yeah, and there's yeah. some people who I who I wouldn't who I wouldn't do that with. There's yeah. some people who who I just wouldn't because I I did I saw that they were very tender-hearted mm. and um, they didn't speak often and I wanted to just mm-hmm. you know and then there, there were was sometimes me who doesn't shut up at all mm-hmm. we were friends though yeah but what were you you, you were saying something and then I just oh um, yeah no it was I think you pretty much kind of wrapped up what I was gonna what I was gonna get to and. Um, you have way more insight on your own self than I do because, you know, you've been in your body for your entire life. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I just, re- I just remember that it would hard for, it'd be hard for people to be in relationship with you when we were in, when I was in school with you because you beat your own drum, you know, and you didn't like conform to anything. Yeah. And you would say whatever was on your mind and in that way like you didn't care but you also didn't really find your filter for a long time so you weren't always saying the most appropriate things yeah does that make sense yeah yeah i think that's it was you know could be no i I can imagine that it would be been like hard being bullied like that when you were growing up and 
Yeah, because at one point, yeah, I remember I, I ended up like, going to like, the academy everybody, for a whole semester. Everybody had it out for you at some point. Yeah. You know? And that's just because you were being you. They weren't empathizing or with you at all on that. They weren't thinking, like, well, why is he doing that? Yeah. There's like, oh, he's doing that again. Well, yeah, and, and, it, and it comes down to, like, you, you know, that, that if I would actually sit down with each one of those people, and I might, <laughs> um, but... And, and share with them, like, like I mean, Cameron and I became best friends after he punched me in the face. Mm. Like, I don't think that's by coincidence. And we became probably closer friends whenever, after we fought. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is conflict. I think conflict is, is challenge. It's challenging people. So I have a really cool metaphor that I like to use that... I say... But before you say it, can you see if I'm in focus? Because I feel like... You feel out of focus? Yeah, just feel out of focus. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to check to see if you are in. And you are so in focus, my guy. Really? Yeah. Okay, perfect. Yeah, I can just go ahead and close it. I'm closing that. Um, yeah, so I have this really cool metaphor that I'm pretty sure that I came up with. And when I say pretty sure, I can't remember reading it anywhere. And it was, I used to write, so I'm going to put a pen. I'm going to park that idea and come right back to it. So I used to write a lot of poetry. I remember. Yeah, I lost that book. Uh. I know. It was like six years of poetry that just like vanished one day. And it was really stressful for me for a couple years to like go through that. Um, But in that book of poetry. Did you like write your phone number on it or anything? No. You should do that with your next journal. Because somebody called me up. I lost mine. Yeah. I had my name in it, and I went and, like, checked around places where I thought I was. Mm -hmm. I also, that same day, lost my personal dictionary because I used to write down, like, a different word every day. Dude, my senior yearbook, don't know where it's at. If you're watching this and you have my senior yearbook, please let me have it. Get this guy his yearbook. I, 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 I actually, like, spent, like, five minutes of... Writing in other people's senior yearbooks, yeah, uh, memories. Nice. <laughs> and, Anyways, um, yeah. And so one of these poems, uh, I wrote poems about everything, but in one of these poems, I wrote about friendship. Yeah. And re- just basically relationships in general. You can just kind of like chop it down, and at its at its basic level, it's about relationships. Mm-hmm. And I use this a lot, uh, this metaphor a lot in in my job, um, is that friendship relationships. Relationships are like muscles, right? Mm. How do you build a muscle? You have to tear it. You have to tear it, the muscle. You have mm. to take it to the point. You have to take that, stretch it to a point where it can't be stretched anymore, and then tear it. I shared this with my cousin the other day, that same exact. Yeah. Crazy. And then you have to put the right things back into it so that it heals correctly. Yep. Right? And when you put the right things in there, it heals back. That's a stronger muscle now. Mm-hmm. Stronger. Yeah. Right? That's my metaphor. Yeah. And so I think that the way you do that is by, like... Conflict. Yeah. Disagreeing. Punching people in the face. Yeah, which sometimes physical <laughs> conflict is good conflict. Yeah. But... Um, which sucks now because, like, if like you get in a fight nowadays and it's, like, five days in ISS... I wouldn't know. I haven't been in high school for a long time. Nine, ten years, right? Something like that. Um, it's um, it's different. 
you know, like different different places have different rules about f- fighting and everything, you know? Like you can have a friendly scrap. When I was finishing up college, I remember having a friendly scrap or two. Yeah. Yeah. So who who challenges you now today? Who's in what way? Me, because well, like in high school, it was me. Who challenges me now? Yeah, like I would always, I'd always be, mm-hmm. whether it'd be just physically like picking on you, mm-hmm. and we'd be picking on each other and like making fun of each other, like calling each other the f word, or like just like just like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I think that 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 discomfort from high school Mm -hmm. a lot of people ran from that okay uh for me though i i I tried to continue to surround my people who surround people myself i mean that's why like my best friend is atheist Mm -hmm. complete uh, you know opposite of what you are exactly yeah so because you're not atheist don't tell them that. <laughs> so who challenges me now? Yeah. Um, people. I don't know. People in my everyday life. I don't have one specific person. Yeah, putting my hat on. I don't have one specific person that challenges me directly. Mm-hmm. Um, Why not? Because I'm not really around one specific person all the time. Oh, your girlfriend. Yeah. She challenges me to be a better me as much as I try to challenge myself to be a better me. Yeah, but you're a piece yeah. of crap. Why do you say that? Because, like, at your core, mm-hmm. you're no good dumpster trash. <laughs> <laughs> Are you trying to get a reaction or poke me or something? No, I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely saying, like, in... That's that's my that's that's a belief core belief that I have is that yeah. deep down that everybody is trash. Everybody's trash. Oh, well, everybody is trash. Why? Like, why is that a belief that you have? Because uh, how many how many negative thoughts did you have today? Do you know how many negative thoughts? Uh, how many of your thoughts are negative thoughts throughout the day? Do I know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm constantly. A, there's there's I'm a constantly study. No, there's a study. Oh, really? Yeah. How much? Do you know this? Many? Yeah. Do you know Do you know this? No. 80% of your thoughts. Really? Yeah, are so, negative thoughts so throughout the day. 80% of your thoughts are negative thoughts. There's the objective truth in that, that we there's are all tr- trash on it. And so, so, when it, so whenever... whenever it's you, negative. Yeah, well, just whenever you say, like, she makes me be a better me, like, you don't want to yeah. be a better you because yeah, you I suck. No, I, no, I, no. I want to be a better me. I want to be the best me I can. Do you know how many thoughts, what percentage of your thoughts that you remember from the night, from the day before? How many thoughts roll over? Less than 1%. That's a lot. Really? 90% of your thoughts huh. from the day before, you remember. Yeah. Right? And so if you're remembering 80%, if you're remembering 90% of the negative thoughts, of those Ooh. 80% of thoughts that you had, that's a lot of negativity that you're thinking about every single day. Ooh. Right? So when you're saying, you know, like, people are trash, everyone is just trash, because we all think about negative thoughts. I mean, you can train yourself to stop thinking so negatively all the time. Yeah, but that's that's, that's the thing is that I, I don't believe that as, like, you know, like, that's not a negative thought. It's just, it's just, by golly, it's just truth. It's just reality. Why? Like, we are, um, if we didn't have the restraints of law, then a lot of people would be, 
shooting up heroin and killing each other. Like, undoubtedly. Okay. I mean, why, why, why else? I mean, James Madison himself said that because men are not angels, and I'm butchering the quote completely, but that's men right. are not angels, and uh, that's why we need to be gov- governed. We need to have a government. Mm. And um, so that's kind of my rebuttal to to that is that mm-hmm. that we're not angels. Like yeah. So even even if even if I, I may be using... You can train your thoughts to be positive. Like, it's still not going to... You still don't think that's going to help. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, don't, I don't believe that you can you can get good um, by your own will. Hmm. Um, I think that... And I think you agree, too, that there has to be something outside of you that is... is um, can help to conduct... Not to help, but to just... Lift your footsteps up and plant them in the right places. I don't. No? I don't believe that there has to be something other than you to help you get to where you want to be. No, not, not in the slightest. I believe that we control our own destinies. Okay. So mm-hmm. it, by that same logic, then I can be like, well, when I die, then like I'm going to absolute perfect harmonious the anything that's the thing is so I guess is that if you were to describe your own personal heaven Mm -hmm. it would probably be um, a little bit twisted wouldn't you wouldn't you think like what kind of twisted like like you'd have all the money in the world that you would you wouldn't you would have I mean like like I can't even fathom financial. what my heaven would be. Like I don't even know where to begin. Like I'm like what I even could think my heaven would look like. Like I can't even think about that because you, if you're describing like your own heaven, like your own paradise, yeah, it's like everything you've ever want is gonna be up there. How can you even fathom that? Yeah, but that's what I'm saying though. Is that that that, uh, and I may have been a little bit harsh by saying trash, but frankly, I could probably say worse things. But but I yeah. I, I think that. That, um, that that that's that's kind of the the and we kind of defined those terms a little bit earlier. But flesh and spirit for me is that like mm-hmm. your flesh is like that's what I'm talking about. Is that that our flesh, our human nature, if you want to call it that, okay. is no good, no bueno, not you, you. There's no way you're gonna better or worse that like. Unless you believe in a spirit that okay that can that can that can alter that. So I'm sure all the Christian YouTubers are going to be like, "Oh, you said that that." Uh, well, I feel like you just went. Pew, pew. Yeah. Um, and so. Well, I also can... believe that, like, and I'm like saying a bunch of stuff now just because I feel super comfortable like just talking. Like, yeah. It's. Uh, it's unbelievable how comfortable I feel sharing with you and talking with you. Mm. Um, just because I know it's you're, you, you've, got, you've gotten to the point of where you're family to me, and I know that mm-hmm. there's nothing that I can say or do mm-hmm. that, would, um, that, that would dissolve our, uh, our relationship. Yeah. Just as much as the relationship with my father, my mother, or my right. two sisters. Right, right. So... <clears throat> mm-hmm. 
So I, I believe that um, every single person is in control of their destiny. Mm-hmm. And I believe that everybody has the ability to make their life what they want it. Yeah. I don't believe in predestination. Okay. Um, you know. Um, and the reason I disagree with you so hardly um, is because, like, and I want you to look at this as an, as an objective way. Okay. So I have failed so much in my life. Yeah. A lot of failures. Failed many times, doing many things. I've witnessed several of those. Yeah. And so have you. Yeah. You know, like we live in failure, right? Sure. And it's up to us to either sit and wallow in our failure, mm-hmm. or get back up and, and do something about it. And be better and better ourselves through that. Yeah. Challenge ourselves through that. You don't always need somebody to challenge you yeah. rather than you need to challenge yourself yeah. to be your best you. Yeah. And, and I, I don't think that I disagree with that. I think it's 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 not necessarily, um, and it may have sounded contradicting to s- say that, but I think now that reflecting on how you, uh, what you mean by that mm-hmm. and like your perspective of um, transitioning to become a better you, mm-hmm. like... I understand that. I think where we disagree is how you do that. Right. Yeah. How you better yourself? Sure, yeah. Right, through believing in yourself, through challenging yourself. Yeah. Right. And I think that that, that would be, that's, that's a never-ending, you're always going to let yourself down. Sometimes you, you can, you like, make yourself proud. You made yourself proud? Yeah, but... You're always going to let yourself down. Just I guess like you're always going to make yourself proud. You're always going to lie to yourself sometimes, just as you're always going to tell yourself the truth. Yeah. You know? I guess I guess I see, I see kind of like this. It kind of goes back to that question of, like, who you give credit to, is that when you make these personal achievements that you say, I want to make my bed every single morning. Yeah. And you make it every single morning for six months, right? Mm-hmm. And then you take that and you go, like, I did all of this and you're holding it and you're like I did all of this and I think I think that's unhealthy and so for me it's like you to take that and then like you have to like you you can't put that back into yourself and give yourself credit for doing those things that you actually have to can that off because that's when your ego builds up that's mm-hmm. when pride mm-hmm. uh, which is I think the biggest struggle behind, but for everybody is pride, and it's it's because the things and the achievements and the successes and the um, is that we have it and we 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 ball it up and we like we like hold it up and we're like this is this is I I did this like look at this painting look at this project look at this bed that I made for all this these days like look at the mm-hmm. schedule that I put together like look at all these things that I've done and like it just keeps building and building and I think that to take those and like to like you you, you can't do that you have to dissolve that somewhere else other than yourself mm. um, so your options are kind of limited to giving that to somebody else like your girlfriend or like a sure. friend okay. or a mentor mm-hmm but like, what the hell are they gonna do with it? You know, like, are they gonna, then they're gonna be like, thank you, and then like, 
like okay and then like okay. they're gonna like put this you know with with all the stuff that they're mm-hmm. holding on to yeah 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 like yeah yeah so what I'm saying though is that that like our discussion here is like not necessarily how but like um to dial it even deeper mm-hmm. a little bit deeper a little bit deeper deeper a little bit deeper is to like is like how do you dispose of that um that pride that that um, success. How do you dispose of that? And so for me, I would say you dispose of that by giving it to who created everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and that dissolves. So that success. Whole, yeah. That pride. Yes. You take that and you go, here you go. Yeah. Right. Like, like, yeah, because yeah. you know, it, it says, it says that, uh, it's very interesting that there's a, there's a verse that talks about boasting, uh-huh. which like. So so here's go ahead. Here's what I do then, with that with my successes. Yeah. With my pride, I take it, and I teach with it. Yeah. I give it to others. Yeah. I take what I've learned, and I share that. Yeah. I take what I'm proud of of myself. Yeah. And I share that. Yeah. So that way I can inspire others. Or show others how to do things, or inspire them to do things. Yeah. Right. Okay. Because I agree, it's really easy to be super prideful and to have this giant ego. Yes. Totally had one. It's huge. Maybe I still do. It's hat. His room is feeling kind of small. Bad. Um, but where I'm, where I'm kind of getting at is that like, there's I see the way that you're doing it and the way that you get rid of that, and. You know, I recently helped somebody bow drill their first coal, right? From like fire making bow drill, right? And this was a student who was struggling getting a coal and they were like trying to figure it out. And I just sat there and I coached them for a little bit, you know? And then like I showed them physically how much down pressure to put. Like they had their hand on top, I could put my hand on top of their hand. Like mm-hmm. this is like the pressure we need. This is like the bow strokes that we need. And you know, I I framed it as something like we're not even trying to get a cold, we're just trying to practice. Right? Yeah. Just practicing. Just take it easy. Be you know, take some breaths. Explain what that is. Bow drilling? Yeah. It's when you take a piece of wood, um, and you carve a little hole in it. You take another piece of wood, a spindle, right? Take it's like a flat piece of wood. I was thought I was thought about bow drilling for you. Um I can show you tomorrow. Um anyways. Um then you have like a rock that you put on the top of the spindle, mm-hmm. right? And that is, like, where it stays in, and that's where you push down, right? Then you have a bow, which looks like a very primitive, like, bow and arrow bow. So it's like a piece of wood with a string, Mm -hmm. right? So you wrap the spindle in the bow string, okay? And you put pressure on the down, you put down pressure on on the rock, it's on the spindle. And you move the bow back and forth, and it rotates the spindle really fast, creates friction and heat, which then, uh... Like eats away at like the wood from the spindle and from the the fireboard. We'll call that baseboard thing the fireboard. And from that friction, heat, and with <coughs> enough oxygen flow, you can create fire, a coal. You create okay. a coal, and then from that coal, you put that into like a little what they call a nest. Looks like a bird nest, just really thin little pieces of like bark tinder. and something tinder, you know. And then you blow on that very gently, and you coax it into becoming an actual fire. Yeah. Right. So I taught a student how to do all of that. 
Yeah. They knew how, how to do it, but I just taught them how to actually do it. Sure. Um, and, you know, from that, I was sat there, and she, she had this, um, this, like, nest in her hand that was, like, she was really, really crappy. It wasn't a whole lot of, like, good nesting. It was really thick pieces, not little thin finds that light easier. So there was some work to be done, right? But she finally got a coal, and we were, like, super excited, put the coal in, in, the, in the nest, and then you just, I just coaxed her through the whole thing, just talked her, talked her through, coached her through the entire thing. And at the end of it, she was like, yes, I made fire. Look what I did. Mm-hmm. I made this all myself. So if you taught somebody how to do all of that, yeah. and you were right there for half hour, yeah. and then they just stand up and like, guys, I just made this. It's all me. Yeah. Would you feel like, dude, like, where's the credit? Yeah. Would you feel that? Yeah. Oh, definitely. Not and at all. I didn't feel any of that. Well, that's the thing is, is I think that that's... Because that's that pride, right? Yeah. That's your pride. It's like, but I taught you how to do this. Like, you need to give me credit. I don't think my spirit would feel that way, but I think my flesh, my human nature would be to I say, was so happy that she made fire. I did not even care. Yeah? Yeah. Like, I see, I could see it. You know, and that's why I wanted to like bring that up is because I can see where that ego gets into the part where it can it can block your other senses away from you. Sure. Block your spirit from being part of you, right? It's crazy that you tell all that because the whole time I'm thinking about that is is that when, when you said like would you be like that's how I feel the creator of this world mm-hmm. feels about us. Is that we are walking around Saying, I I made this fire. Made this. Yeah, okay. Like, I taught somebody how to make fire. Mm -hmm. Or I learned and and knew how to do, like, video editing and setting up cameras and lighting. And I I am able to, like, communicate and speak. Um, And I... um, And this is me kind of, like, filling up those jars and then... Mm -hmm. You have to go somewhere with that. I think that you're confusing knowledge with um, the burden of pride. But but the, I digress. It's just interesting that you you, you said that because the the, the one so thing then that I'm thinking about is if your creator is up there and that's you th- that's how you think he feels, your creator feels. Yeah, I mean like, like is he does, so is he the guy that's like hey where's the fucking credit, or is he like nice I'm glad you made fire. Yeah, I, which one? I think if, if I think that if you say like I made this fire, mm-hmm. I did it. Yeah, I think that I think that you're bullshitting me to say that that there's there was no not even like a slight little. I mean, there there had to have been an arrow, a fiery arrow that entered that there, that you just hit with a lightsaber <laughs> into the woods to save Cameron Taylor's life, and and. It may it may not have been that you actually took that that seed that was coming down to get dropped into the to get planted that seed of of negativity of uh, pride. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily, but you, I don't think that you can deny that there was still that seed that was still coming. I mean, it may have been that you go. So no, if I if I was teaching her how to bow drill with my full intention of me. Like getting her a coal, yeah, and like me expecting results from it, yeah, totally. I would think I would totally feel that. 
but my whole time that I was there was not for me. Yeah. It wasn't for me. It was sure. for her. It was for that other person. Yeah. Because I have the... I can make fire, and I can be prideful, but I can, I can make my fire. Like, hell yeah, I know how to make fire. Sure. It's great. And I just want to teach others how to make fire, right? So if I can teach them how to make fire, that's all I want. Then I feel accomplished in that sense. She made fire, I'm freaking pumped. I'm yeah. stoked. She did it all by herself. I was there just the whole time, just talking to her. So the whole purpose between, behind the whole entire teaching her to make fire was... For her to be able to make fire. Just for her to make fire. Yeah. Just for her. There, for me, that's my job. You don't think that there was something greater to, like, I don't, like, to be able to survive in the wilderness? It makes me feel good to, t- to teach that. It's my job. What? It, you don't think that there's something greater, more beautiful than that? It's, like, now she's able to actually, like, if she was stranded in the woods, then she would be able to make her own fire. Yeah. And she'd be able to survive and, like... Because that's, that's where my mind goes. So, you know, like, they're the saying, like, teach a man to fish and he can feed himself or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. So you give a person a fish. It tastes pretty good, doesn't it? Yeah. Great. So you give someone a fish the first time, right? Like, here. Here's how you make fire. Yeah. Let's do it together. Let's make a fire. You and me. Yeah. Make a fire. Ah, it's pretty cool, huh? Yeah. Great. And then you teach them how to fish. Teach you how to make fire. Right? And then after that... They understand, like, hey, this is this is good. This tastes good. This fish is delicious. Yeah. Making fire is pretty awesome. Now I can make a fire and keep myself warm. Yeah, it was out. It's okay. That's why we have three cameras. <laughs> Do we check that one? No, it's fine. Okay. It'll be good for another 30. And then now we have, you know, like, now you can make fire, yada, yada. Yeah. Right? So... That's what it. That's what it's about. It's about teaching them those skills, the wilderness skills. So yes, I feel so much better that I know that mm-hmm. that person is out there. That if they ever get lost and stranded, that they know how to make a fire. Absolutely. Yeah. Hmm. 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 Yeah, I love the woods. I love teaching people how to survive in the woods. Yeah. Primitively. You know. I would too if I was. I mean, I've learned. I learned. The thing is, though, with you though, is I think that you could you could be bagging groceries at a high V and you'd still love it. I don't know, man. I worked lift ops and I hated it, and that's a pretty easy job. There's no challenge there. Why'd you hate it? Because there's no challenge. Yeah. Not a challenge. The only challenge I got was when I challenged myself skiing for my break. Yeah. That's the only challenge I got at that job. So, what do you think is the greatest challenge for you? Um, learning. Come on, that's. Come on. Okay. What do you? So you got you got something better than learn. The greatest challenge for me. I do. I and I want to learn more. Yeah. The more I know, the more powerful I become. I'm gonna be Obi Wan, dude. Okay. Strike me down. I'll become more powerful than you can ever imagine. That's fine. By the by the by the way, (laughs) (laughs) the way that I replied to that. (laughs) By the way. By the way, yeah, uh, that arrow story that you're wanting to kind of retell when we were shooting arrows. Well, yeah, not, well, not we. When I was shooting, shooting arrows, arrows at you and Cameron all the neighborhood and Brian kids. And yeah, totally. What happened? What, what you what, you said that it happened a little bit differently than you? No, I didn't say it happened. To you it was just said. the 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 arrows were dulled. Yeah. Okay. They were practice arrows. Yes, we want to make that clear. We also don't condone even that. Because mm. that's still. No. Those arrows. There's lessons being learned in that. There's yeah. there's friendship, camaraderie, 
there is play at its finest. Yes. Like when we used to, do you remember that time we lit off an entire grocery bag full of fireworks? Oh, no. Do you remember that? No, I remember definitely. Pretty sure you were at my house when we did that. Bags of poop on people. We had like, I had like so much fireworks and we just like took them across the street on the hill where yes, I would shoot I at you guys. Oh, dude, we used and to We had burn. a whole bag of fireworks. You remember burning Geo Joe and like. Green Army men? Yeah. Yeah, dude, putting like little uh, lady fingers next to him, like. Yeah. Dude, play, man. It's all about play, having fun, being creative, using yeah. your imagination, which is so hard now. Because there's so many other things that you can have for your imagination now. There's and your like fingertips. So many video games now that I can like, oh, that's so much imagine. Oh, it's so cool. Just this. Yeah. That's all I see people doing nowadays. But, um, but yeah, yeah, man. I did want to remember we talked on the phone. Hold and on, I, I got I, I brought re- that up. I got to reply to this text. You were on because uh, I, I watched the I watched the video of, of Isaac and you. Mm-hmm. And uh, that came up. And I was like, there's a totally dull arrows. <laughs> okay. Uh. And there was shields involved. Someone had a shield at least. Yeah, to block. That, that, and it wasn't like I was like running up next year. I just, it was a big, it was a rainbow. It wasn't a laser. Yeah, but you got to understand at that time though, it felt like medieval days. I like- think maybe if like there was some sort of supervision, it would have gone a little differently. I don't think that they were like going on at all. That's what I mean. Like, yeah, differently. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure they would have been like, yeah, you guys are done doing this. But that's what, I don't know. I think that's great that we didn't have that kind of supervision because that allowed us to, you know, like understand ourselves more and express. To fail. And, well, we didn't fail at that time. No one got hit with an arrow. Yeah. Right? I remember saving Cameron's life, like, <laughs> straight up. It was so, like right at him. Yeah, man. How, how nuts. Yeah, we were pretty stupid. How nuts. Well, did you have fun with <laughs> this whole conversation? Yeah. Was... Well, I hope you guys had fun, too. Be sure to subscribe, like, and comment below if you're Do listening that. on the podcast. Like, comment, subscribe. Subscribe. Subs- subscribe. Can you do that again so it's on frame with you? Subscribe. 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 Three, two, one, pose. Subscribe. Yeah. Tight, 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 T-I-T, tight. So, um, oh yeah, I'm kind of, I'm kind of been like ending on a uh, question. Okay. I, I guess we'll have to say subscribe, like, and post one more time, but it's cool. Okay. Um, a question that you have for me. A question that I have for you, Mr. Yeah. Samuel. Even though um, we, all, we pretty much had pretty dang... Gosh, I know so much. Because I've been there in your life for so long. Yeah. Also, I haven't, because we've spent many years apart as well. Mm-hmm. Um, what is your favorite thing about yourself? Oh, boy. <laughs> make you be prideful of yourself. What is your favorite thing about yourself? Um, probably that... I have ne- never really stopped seeking truth. Mm-hmm. There's never been a time, and if it was, then it was just periodically. It was short, and I was st- stagnant mm. for a very short period of time. But 
I feel that a majority of my life I have been seeking truth, mm. trying to die, even whenever I was in high school, making people mad. Like, I was just trying to find truth, like, and that truth is authenticity, and you can get authenticity by just getting somebody ticked off. Or in my days of college and just, like, smoking cigarettes out in the uh, the smoker's uh, building out there in the back mm-hmm. just to talk to people and to, like, hear their stories. Mm. I shared with my cousin the other day that I may speak 90% of the time, but that energy and that... that um, um, That when I listen for that 10% of the time, mm-hmm. that the loudness and the obnoxiousness of my voice is that intensity is multiplied by 10 when I'm listening for that 10% of the time. I truly, so I guess thank God for my ability to. My gifts, man. Dude. Like, I I wasn't taught how to do any of the photography or the videography. I never went to school for it. Mm -mm. Any of the editing. uh, Graphic design, I just took, like, two classes on it. But the... um, a, A lot of it wasn't taught. It was just, like, a gift that was given to me. And just as I see the gifts that given to you and you share those gifts and like so I guess my favorite thing about me is that I have etched away at this gem of truth enough to know that it is not me, but it's something working through me. Like I, I, I couldn't. Sam couldn't. Couldn't. Sam, the Sam you know, like from high school, he, he would never have the patience to sit down mm. for ten hours at a time. Um, well, five to ten hours at a time, and sit down and, and edit through footage of mm-hmm. conversation like this. No way. The Sam in high school, he would not have um, the the patience that I did setting all of this up. The 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 minimal anger that you saw me setting all of this stuff, mm-hmm. like you knew in in high school, I would get frustrated with stuff whenever I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I guess that's my favorite thing about me is that I'm not me. That I I. Um, your, your, if your changes, the way you've changed yourself, just 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 the gifts that I've 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 been I've been granted, mm-hmm. and that, and the abilities to to you know the virtues, you know, I I believe that they're given through, not just by experience but also by th- through revelation. Mm. Okay. There is nobody. I don't. I don't believe in like inception and people planting ideas in my mind. Right. Cool movie. Then. I believe in revelation. Uh, 
creator planting ideas in my head. Mm-hmm. I don't do this. Sam wouldn't do this. Sam wouldn't. Sam wouldn't just get up and drive at this far. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, that got deep. Be sure to subscribe. <laughs> subscribe. Click. Link. Yeah, and if uh, people want to get in contact with you, got like an email address or something. For what? Okay, just comment below if you have questions for CJ. Then. Yeah, talk to him. He'll talk to me. Yeah, if somebody comments on the I, video. I'm gonna be like, "Yo, CJ, somebody wants to know more about this camp or something." <laughs> I have I have enough spam in my email. I don't no, like I to go through my email that. so much. I, it's been a part of like the my testimony thing where I just somebody wants to share their email and whatever. Yes, contact Sam. You know, contact me. Let's have a uh, pseudo hug on camera. Actually, I don't want to give a pseudo it's hug. It's so far it, away. I, that is just like. It's Does this, how about this? Is this handshake not good enough for you? Yeah, could we hold it up so people can see it? Ta da!